On this week's Iowa Hype podcast, we have our very first ever special guest, and we couldn't be any more excited about this episode. Matthew asks some really hard-hitting questions. We find out what his favorite sports are, NFL team, and what it's like to play for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Let's get hyped! How you all doing? Good. How's it going, Mr. Harris? It's all good. It's all good. Can't complain. Good, man. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate this favor today. So, no problem. Thank you all for having me. I see yeah. I love y'all setup. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, no, this is like our basement. Uh, we live in Des Moines. So, we just have a little few pictures and we put the desk up against the wall so it looks cooler than it actually is. So, the re- if we turn the camera around, the rest of it is like a children's toy area that's been destroyed. So, ah, that's all right. What's up, little man? How you doing? Good. 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 How old are you? Let I'm me guess. Oh, I was about to guess that. That's crazy. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know if you've seen like his hype videos that he does, but he's mm-hmm. got a few little hype videos that he did on the internet a couple years ago and it blew up. So, uh, yeah, we're big Hawkeye fans, and we're just excited to ask you a few questions today. So, yes, sir. I'm happy to help. Cool. All right. So, uh, I'll just introduce you to the audience that maybe does not know you. So, uh, we're super excited today to have uh, number 27 for the Iowa Hawkeyes, a cornerback. It was a sophomore this past season. He had 34 total tackles, four interceptions uh against northwestern nebraska michigan and kentucky which the nebraska one was my personal favorite we have jamari harris welcome to the podcast sir sir thank you for having me awesome cool so we'll get right into it matthew i know you had a few questions for him uh what was the first one you wanted to ask so did you play any other like sports in high school so my first two years, my freshman and sophomore year, I played strictly basketball. Then my junior year, I transferred to Montini from Morgan Park, and I played football, basketball, and ran track. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, previously, I was strictly a basketball player, you know. And I started playing football until my junior year. Awesome. So, you had – I saw that you had uh, eight interceptions as a senior in high school – uh did you just play uh on defense or did you play any other positions uh I I played a little bit of receiver I probably had like four catches maybe for 100 yards my senior year Uh, primarily I played DB my junior year when I first came I played safety then my senior year I switched over to corner I felt more natural at that position you know okay so you just you were just ready to be done with basketball and just focus on football at that point? Yeah, that was a tough decision because basketball had my had my heart. Growing up in Chicago, you know, a lot of us played basketball. You know, I looked up to guys like Derrick Rose, Jabari Parker, Benji Wilson, Jaleel Okafor. And it's always something I wanted to do. I remember um, I would watch the city championship game. One day I was watching the city championship game. It was Morgan Park versus Simeon. And Morgan Park won that year. <clears throat> that kind of made me want to um, play basketball for Morgan Park. I was just a huge fan at that point. I was about your age. Yeah. It's a long time ago. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chicago is known as a big basketball town. So, uh, I mean, it's cool that you switched over to football and I mean, we are very happy that you came over to Iowa and, uh, joined the Hawkeyes. So, um, well, it's been great. It's that's been good. Nice. It kind of leads me into my next question. So what, what was it about Iowa? I mean, you came and visited, I saw that you had kind of looked at a few other colleges in the Midwest. What was it about Iowa that just made you want to come there? Um, the spilly of the coaching staff, you know, there's a, there's a, a foundation here. There's been a culture here for, from Coach Evashevsky to Coach Fry to Coach Ference. So that's three coaches in, uh, excuse me if I'm incorrect, but I think it's about 50 years, three coaches. Sure, yeah. And just that stability. And also I did my research, you know, a lot of the DBs in my position. Uh, for instance, Desmond King was a two, three-star recruit with all Mac offers. Josh Jackson was kind of the same. Micah Hyatt was also the same. Omani Hooker. Uh, I can go on. The list goes on and on. You know, that gives big credit to Coach Parker. You know, I did a lot of research on Coach Parker, um, where he's been. Just his resume in football is amazing. I felt as though I could reach my full potential. Iowa. Also, the fan base. The fan base is like no other. It's like no other. I always wanted to go to a school where there was no professional sports because just the love you get from the our supporters are, is, is unmatched. It's unmatched everywhere I go. Go Hawks! Or all around the country, you know, this it just put a smile on my face. Yeah, it is. And that was another question I was going to ask you. How big of a factor are Iowa fans? I mean, I know that, um, you know, obviously I'm pretty biased as a Hawkeye fan. Grew up around it. Like, I didn't know anything else. My parents, you know, took me to games. And now we have season tickets and I take my son. We go to every game. Uh, this year, we were very blessed to be able to travel to uh, Maryland, Nebraska, and uh, the Big Ten Championship. Um, but but how big of a factor are Iowa fans uh, at away games and home games? Huge. Huge. Just like you said, you went to that Maryland game, and I remember it was all black at the beginning of the game. We had our section of yellow and black at the end of the game. Basically, all you seen was yellow. I mean, gold. I'm sorry. All you seen was gold. And it was just a sea of gold. And Kinnick is unmatched. Even when, on the, when we go to away games, you know, Nebraska's probably like the closest that I've played in. But Kinnick, unmatched. The fans and our supporters, you all are unmatched. I appreciate you all through and through. You know, because without you all, it wouldn't be the same. Well, speaking on that, I know that uh, at that Penn State game, that had to be deafening down there at the end of the game in that north end zone. I mean, how was that? That was that was amazing. It's like a 12th man. It is a 12th man. You are, are a 12th man. And we feed off the energies you all provide day in, day out. You know, it's, especially in the north end zone. Especially in the north end zone since they built the um, – they just they reconstructed it. So now it's kind of like going straight up. So all the noise kind of just circles in. I'll never forget those three false starts they had. We couldn't even hear. Yeah. <laughs> On the field, we're the center. We're the center of attention. So it's like you could be face-to-face, and this is all you'll see. That's all. You just have to 
three lips and sign language. We got our hand signals and, you know, we got to be on the same page as a defense in Kinnick. Yeah. But you all are a 12 man. That's good. That's good to hear, man. I mean, it's all, it's fun to be there and it's fun to cheer, but it's fun to hear, you know, come from your lips that uh, we're that much of a help. Uh, my second point there was, so we, I think we were at that Nebraska game and we were the only Iowa fans in our section. Everyone around us was chirping at us the whole game. And we literally had this opening like through the field. When you had that interception, it was like a slow motion. We could see you closing on that ball. And we just like everyone just like it was like they popped the balloon and they just shut their mouths. And we were trying to be really gracious because, I mean, I don't want to be that guy that's like rubbing it in their face, but I wanted to a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, we both were freaking out at that moment. So that was that's my highlight of you that I have so far. I know there's going to be lots more, but that was so good of a feeling just to, you know, finish the game up like that. Yeah, that, that, that was a surreal moment. That's a moment I'll never forget. Like you said, for you, it was slow motion. For me, it was probably even slower motion. Sure. I probably, I probably went through like 10 thoughts in my head while the ball was in the air. I was like, oh, my God, don't drop it. <laughs> and then I went through my head. I'm not going to drop it. There's no way I'll drop it. It's too easy. I was like, oh, should I stay up? No, it's the end of the game. Get down. It was just a lot, a lot going through my head when the ball was in the air. I knew I was going to come down with it. And it was just, just that game in general was amazing. That's yes. probably, I've, the only other comeback I can say, I can compare that game to was uh, my senior year in high school. We were down 21-0 at half. <clears throat> uh, first half kick, second half kickoff. A uh, great friend of mine running back at Illinois now returns a kickoff. And the ball got rolling there. And in that Nebraska game, it was the same way. You know, we got off to a slow start, but we kept fighting. We had a great play by Henry Marquez, that um, block punt for a touchdown, great catch by Kyler Fisher. Yeah. That's that's Iowa football, you know, all three all three phases. We all rely on each other. We try to play together. Everything we do is together. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. You want to ask your next question you had right now? So what is your favorite part? when you're like walking down the tunnel and you hear all, everyone cheering, like what is your favorite part about that? The seeing you all, honestly, is goosebumps. I remember the first time I've ever stepped in Kinnick with a uniform and heard the roar, Miami of Ohio, 2019. And just so happened that was a night game. Unmasked, you get goosebumps. There's nothing, there's nothing that can prepare you for that you know that's a select few people get to see it get to feel it and you know we got seventy five thousand you all just giving us you all full support there's nothing like it there's nothing like it so coming down that tunnel and as soon as you see daylight or nighttime see those lights then we got the student section to the left and to the right of us it's, it's amazing that's cool. Uh, do you want to ask your next question that you had? So, growing up, what was your favorite college and NFL team? It's a good one. Or did uh, you have? Or did you have any? Did you follow NFL? Honestly, I was growing up in Chicago. I was a huge Bears fan. I didn't really yes. watch 
too much of college, but I can tell you Devin Hester is my all-time favorite player in the NFL. It's just uh, it was it was prime time with him with the ball in his hands. You know, it was like what he was going to do next. I had a huge fat head in my room of him, and he, that started. I was young. So my granddad, I used to watch football with my granddad in the basement. Just like how you are now. We had like a little Chicago Bears mural. Everything just, I'd be young, probably like four or five in the basement. I remember watching that Super Bowl. But I was a huge Bears fan. Huge Bears fan. Chicago Bulls, the Blackhawks. Anything Chicago, I, I was a fan of. Yeah, it's funny. So I... I haven't played video games for years. I'm a little bit older, but I've got this old, uh, like a Madden game. I don't even know what year it's from, but when he started playing video games a few years ago, uh, I was using the bears and he was trying to use the best team and he slept on the bears and it had Devin Hester, Brandon Marshall. I mean, just awesome receivers. And I had several kickbacks with Devin Hester kick returns. And he was so mad by the end of the game. I think he was crying. He had no clue sleeping on the bears the old those old video games those are the best definitely were have you ever beat him matthew yes i have uh, a few times he's getting better he's getting a lot better we've had a few games go to overtime now so yeah, yeah that's good you're getting that competitive spirit in <laughs> oh yeah what's it what's your favorite sport besides football if you don't mind me asking matthew. baseball baseball is your favorite team mlb um, the Cubs. The Cubs. I respect it. I respect it. You know, I'm a South Sider myself, but you know, they're in Chicago. I, sure. I respect it. Yeah. I'm, I'm black and white on black white. Yep. Yeah. Love the Cubs though. I was sad when they gave away Chris Bryant. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a wild time in Chicago. Yeah, that's bad, bad deal, but uh yeah, so what uh who are some influencers or leaders in the locker room that you look up to currently? Currently, um, Jack Campbell. You know, Jack Campbell is uh, a, a different breed of teammate. You know, he's going to do whatever it takes to get a job done and plus more. If, if he could, he'd do everything on the field. But, you know, he does what he can. I'm just a warrior. Uh, I felt I felt that pressure for him when I first met him in 2019, June, what was that? June 7th. He just came off as a leader and someone that was going to be special. Uh, I saw Logan Lee, Sam Laporta, Riley Moss, Kayvon. You know, not like a um, a look up to you, but it's more of a respect. I respect what you do and what it, because I've been with them from the beginning and I respect everything they've done to get to where they are. It's kind of different seeing it from behind the scenes. You see all the little things, the little things coming to the facility early, staying late, getting your treatments done, doing the little things right, getting taking care of business. You know, they've always kind of been professional in that sense. Yeah. So speaking of that, what does your daily routine look like? What like what's your normal day? Uh, normal day. So we usually have about four phases, and we have the fall, the winter, the spring, the summer. Um, currently, 
we just have uh, voluntary workouts this week because of finals. But a regular day, I'll say I get up around 5 a.m. and do my morning routine, get ready for the day. I'm at the facility usually about 5.30 to 6.30. Uh, once I get to the facility, I do my treatment. Uh, with our, we have an amazing, amazing training room led uh, by Cammy. She's great. They do all they can to help us. Then after that, I get a lift in, Coach Ray, and strength staff, um, get breakfast, then go to class. I might have a meeting in, bet in between. Um, usually we have dinner starting around 4.30, and that's from 4.30 to 6. And when 6 hits, um, usually I'm either reading, I'm getting into reading a lot, or if we're in season watching film, taking care of schoolwork, whatever I can. I'm actually not really too big into video games. I haven't played video games in a long time. Last video game I probably played was, I probably had was Madden like 13. <laughs> but, you know, just trying to take care of business, trying to become a professional in all aspects of life, not just football. Yeah. What, you say you're reading, what are you reading? Just like playbook stuff or what? No, currently I'm reading a book by uh, David Goggins. It's called Can't Hurt Me. Yes, that's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great book. I'm, it gonna, is. I'm about to finish it now. Uh, it is kind of, especially into the summer. You know, summer's a um, big grind mode for us. That's when um, we take a big leap other than spring ball. And it's kind of self-motivated because we have a lot of time to ourselves. Like, we're not in school. We're not obligated to be in a facility for too long. So it's really it's really up for us, up to us to you know, determine our future. Yeah, And I feel as though that book has kind of helped me in self-discipline, you know, fighting through whatever it is that's going to come my way. Because, you know, in life, there's ups and downs. Yeah. The key is how do you get up from those downs? Then, you know, I, I've, tried to, I've tried to learn to not get too high, not get too low, kind of tread in the middle, you know. Yeah. And Goggins has had a lot of downs. I mean, that book is so impressive, like just what he's persevered through. Um, I was super interested in it. I've run 300 mile races and I have. Yeah. And so I picked it up because, you know, his name was kind of circulating in that like ultra running community. And man, that guy, I can't even hold a candle to that dude. Like he's just crazy. But I, if anyone's listening and hasn't heard it or, uh, you should really check it out. I highly recommend it for business people, whatever the case may be. So whatever it just helps you in, in life in general. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Relatable. Yep. Yeah. If you're feeling sorry for yourself, like you read that book and you will no longer feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> Without a doubt. So um, what are the questions you want to ask? So do you have like any friends on the team? Oh, of course. I have about 125 of them. <laughs> uh, all the guys, you know, I love all the guys. You know, there's some I've been with longer. You know, there's incoming guys who I've just met a couple months ago. But still, once you once you go through a, a, a spring ball or like a major stage, it, it's brotherhood. You know, we're out there sweating, bleeding together, fighting together, fighting through pain together. You know, we do, we eat together. This is a brotherhood. 
So I, I really say all of them are my friends. You know, I don't have any black blood with anyone on the team in the building. Yeah. Any any best friends? Like who are your who are your guys? Like uh, going out, you're gonna go do something. Who are the first two guys you're gonna call? Uh uh Castro, Sebastian Castro has been my roommate forever. So I'm definitely calling him. a uh, couple of DBs I call up. Really everybody in the DB room. Uh, that's that's who I'm with the most. Um cool. mate, uh Lucas Amaya, you know, Riley Moss, Kevon, Terry, Dallas. And I'm not trying to leave off any names almost. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, really, really everybody, you know. When yeah. you see each other, it's like it's just all joy. Yeah, that's cool. I, I all totally forgot about this. I was just reminded. So we tailgate right outside of Carver Hawkeye arena, same spot for a long time. And there's a guy that tailgates with us. We've known him since I was a kid. So years and years. And he works with your mom in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And he texts me the week of the big 10 championship. Cause I guess they were it allowed to wear like black and gold. And she was wearing it like one of the only ones in the office. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, Hey, you're a Hawkeye fan. And she's like, yeah, my son plays for the Hawkeyes. So they start talking and he texts me. He's all excited. He's like, you'll never guess who I work with. So I thought that was kind of cool. It's a small world, especially in the Hawkeye community. It is. So. The country. Yeah. So shout out to your mom. Hopefully uh, she hears this podcast at some point. So. Happy Mother's Day, mom. Love you. Yeah, exactly. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, yeah, we'll get this thing out tonight. So we'll, we'll get it dedicated to all the moms tonight. So. Um, yeah. So what's. Uh, so from this season, like what was your your best memory or highlight like if you had one thing i'm sure there's a lot of things i know we talked about the nebraska game penn state you know college game day was was a part of one of your games it was in Ames, but i mean there was so much so many things like the season seemed like it really lasted a, a lifetime you know big 10 championship cool great bowl game like what was your moment that really stands out that you'll tell your kids and your grandkids about um Maybe just the whole season. I don't know. Like, there were so many good moments. Honestly, um, a, a moment that came to my head first is – so Matt Hankins was my roommate in the hotels, like, pregame. And I remember, Yeah, I remember uh, before the Iowa State game, he told me, he was like, man, I'm feeling like I'm about to get two picks today. He said, I'm feeling good. <laughs> he was like, I'm feeling good. Then just seeing Matt go through his preparation, all, all he did – and for that to for that to flourish on the biggest days, college game day, yeah. and have those two picks, I was just like, wow. Cause I, I had to, like I said, I had the behind the scenes view of everything and all he'd done to put into it. I that was my also my roommate last year. He's been my roommate for a year and a half. So I really I say watching Matt go through his stages. I remember when I first got here, he was a junior, then his true senior year, then his red shirt senior year. It was a growth, a steady growth each and every year. And then each year was substantial. You know, it was, it was yeah. crazy. Just watching him go through what he did, I say I was a, that's something I will definitely remember for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, we're super excited for him with the Falcons. We hope he does big things, man. He just, 
Like, I, I don't know. I wish him the best. I, I, he was, I feel like underutilized, man. I loved him all his years. And you're right. Like he absolutely grew. When we first started this podcast, I asked Matthew, I'm like, do you want to have any guests? And he's like, yep. Matt Hankins. I'm like, <laughs> why, why that was like your first one. He's like, well, cause we have the same last name or same first name. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> the mind of an eight-year-old, right? Cause you could have named that episode, the mats, the mats. Yeah. Two mats. So if you have any connection to Matt, Tell him, come on our podcast. <laughs> uh, what else did you want to ask him? So, what is uh, what is your goal for interceptions you're going to get, and how many do you think you'll actually get? I've been saying this for a while. I want seven. Seven picks. This year? This year, seven. Okay. And I think I'm going to get seven. Okay. It's on record. You heard it first here. Seven picks. I heard it first here. I'm going to do my best to get those. My It's all going to come in my preparation. And, you know, God willingly. Absolutely. It happened. You Absolutely. Know, my senior year when I got those eight picks, I actually said the same thing. I said, I think I'm going to get seven this year. And I got eight. And they all kind of came like back-to-back games i remember i had a, a counselor in my in my school and she was like the first pick i ever had she's like no actually excuse me she said i'm feeling like you're getting a pick six today it just so happened i got a pick six that game then it kind of became like a ritual between us she was like i'm feeling another pick this week and it just so happened i got another pick and that kind of happened for about five games five games straight and i kind of had that this year too uh, our strength coach, Coach Ray, he walk up to me before a game. He said, "I'm feeling feeling a pick today." Then the Nebraska game, he said, "I'm, I'm feeling something big out of you today, two seven. He said, I'm, "I'm thinking a pick." I remember the Kentucky game. He was like, "I'm feeling it again, two seven. I'm feeling another pick coming." And yeah, it just happened. Manifestation. Yeah. Manifestation's been a huge thing in my yes. life, and that's kind of speaking something into existence. And when you say it out loud, it kind of holds you, it holds me accountable because I want to do the best I can to stay true to my word. So that makes me work even harder just to stay true to my word. I, when I had made the transition from basketball to football, a lot of people were like, oh, that's going to be a tough transition. You know, you're taking a big risk. Then when I first got to Montini, uh, I told everyone, I had no offers at the time. I was like, I'm going to Iowa. They're like, you can't, how are you going to go to Iowa? You just start playing football, you know? You got to have a realistic goal. And if I got to say anything to you, Matthew, you can do anything you put your mind to. As long as you work hard and stay true to your word. If you tell someone you're going to do something, do it. Not try, don't don't try to do it to just minimum. Try to go above and beyond anything. Like what? What do you want to do when you get older, Matthew? Hmm. I definitely want to be a wide receiver and get a touchdown. Mm. Okay. So now we gotta take the steps to getting you to be the best wide receiver there is. And as many touchdowns as you can catch. And that's up to you. 
you got to keep that in the back of your mind when you do anything in school. You got to take care of school. You got to listen to your parents, take care of things around the house, and fall in love with the game and continue. Have, have fun with the game. Like when you're working out, have fun working out. When you're taking care of school, take care of school. Uh, one thing Coach O'Keefe told me, it's fine, my red shirt freshman year. He said, just do it. Simple as that. <laughs> he said, it's, it's easy. Just, just do it. And time's going to fly. Time's definitely going to fly. I remember when I was in your shoes and I said I wanted to play for the Chicago Bears one day. And now I'm 21 years old with the same dream. Yeah. You still got time. Just keep speaking that. Yes, sir. Speak it into existence. No, Matthew's been uh, – I've been real proud of him. We, Me and my wife are not pushing him into sports because we don't want to be those parents that – it's driven by us. We want him to just have fun and do his thing. And he has been every single night he comes home from school and he wants to practice his pitching and hitting. So he's been doing that and he's a pretty driven little kid. So we'll see what happens. He, he's not blessed with a whole lot of genetics, so he's going to have to work really hard. So, yeah, we are, we, we are all are, you know, yep. there's everyone. It, someone's always going to be faster, stronger, taller, maybe quicker, but talent isn't everything. Hard work always, I forget the saying, it's hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. Did you get that? No. We'll let you watch it again. Yeah, hard work will beat talent when talent fails to work hard. So you can be as talented, talented person in the world but if you don't work on that talent consistently the kid who's not as talented but works consistently will slowly catch up then while the kid that's talented who doesn't work out and is stuck in his ways is blind to that while the kid who works every day slowly enters up until that time when it's time to pass him up you're gonna pass him up just continue to work hard Man, you have no idea how much free life advice he just gave you. It's beautiful. It's perfect, man. We appreciate so much your time and you being willing to talk to us, man. It's just, we're excited to have you. You're our first ever guest. So this is exciting too. I'm honored. Yeah. So this is first, first one, man. We appreciate it. Uh, hopefully at one of the games at the end, we can, uh, link up and get your autograph at the end of the game real quick this season. I know we got a long way down the road till that, but man, have a blessed day. Thank you so much again. We're going to be rooting really hard for you and those seven picks and it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen this year. So, so cool. Work. Yep, Absolutely. All right, man. Jamari, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And, uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. I appreciate you all. Yeah, yep. have a good one, man. Bye. Bye. All right, so that wraps up the podcast. I think we did it. You did a good job. Did you get all your, your questions answered? Yeah. Cool. All right, well, hopefully we get a few more uh, few more guests in the future. We have another one that we're kind of excited about. Uh, did he ever tell if you did? Not yet, but we'll uh, we'll get it real soon. You should ask him. Hey. I will.
All right. I will hype podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Go Hawks.